Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, what a strange gospel text we have appointed for us this day, this first Sunday in the season of Advent. For those unfamiliar with the liturgical calendar, a text describing our Lord's triumphal entry into Jerusalem, filled as it is with prophetic significance about the end of the age and judgment. It may seem out of place on a day like today. A text like ours might seem to fit more naturally at the end of the church year rather than its beginning. And I, for my part, wouldn't necessarily disagree. However, the church, in her wisdom, has understood that the same king who will come in glory at the end of the age came first in humility. Though he will come to judge as one seated on the throne of heaven, shining with the light of a thousand suns, with eyes burning like fire, that same Lord was pleased to appear as one seated on a donkey, lowly and humble, coming into the holy city. And before that, it pleased the Son of God likewise to be found wrapped in swaddling cloths as an infant, his eyes having gently closed as he rested in the arms of his virgin mother. So you see, dear brothers and sisters, Christ Jesus is at once the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so too, at the end of the church year, we see also in it its beginning. To quote one scholar, the church's year is not simply a calendar of festivals and seasons to remind us of the basics of the faith. It is, in fact, none other than the Lord of the church living in his people, walking with them in the pilgrimage in their pilgrimage throughout this world. The seasons and feasts of the liturgical year unfold step by step the mystery of Christ, from his coming into the world to his passion, death, resurrection, and to his promised return in glory." End quote. Thus, the church here is perhaps better pictured or best pictured as a golden spiral leading ever upwards and into the mystery of Jesus, our divine Lord and King. Behold, your King is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, our text says. As I said before, our King first comes in humility. What does it say to you, dear Christians, that this is so? What does it say to you that the king of kings utterly scorned the glory of this present world? The very Son of God, co-equal with the Father and the Spirit in essence and majesty, became a man of no account, a despised man even, from whom men hide their faces 
And yet the fallen sons of Adam, by contrast, seek only to exalt themselves and make themselves like God. You recall how the men of Babel once tried making a name for themselves by building a tower which would reach into the heavens. You remember, too, that hard-hearted Pharaoh fancied himself a deity and refused to hear the word of the Lord spoken by Moses. The giant Philistine champion Goliath taunted and defied the armies of the living God. Absalom sought to usurp the authority given his father David and even led an armed rebellion against him. Indeed, all of these and countless others not only turned their backs on the Lord, but in their pride they actively made war against him and set themselves up as gods. Sinful men thus very much resemble the devil, in fact, who has said in his arrogance, I will ascend to heaven. Above the stars of God, I will set my throne on high. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Examine your heart, O sons of Adam. Look into the divine mirror of the law, O daughters of Eve. How often have you recognized such pride within you? Do you suppose the rivers of divine grace will flow upwards to meet you there on a lofty mountaintop? They will not. Those blessed waters flow only downward into the valleys, into the low places. And all of you who have been brought low by the weight and burden of your sins, all of you who dwell in the valley of sorrow because of them, be at peace, for there Christ is found. Come to me, your Savior says, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The yoke of Jesus is easy, and his burden is light. Behold the king who came to save his people from their sins. Behold the king who comes humbly to save you. In his meekness, our crucified Lord took our sins upon himself and has given us his righteousness in exchange. In his meekness, our Lord comes to you here in mere water and words to wash you and make you clean. He comes to you humbly here in mere bread and wine this day. From this very table, he gives you the food of immortality. Just as it pleased our Lord to come to Jerusalem on a donkey, and before that in a lowly manger, so too does it please him to come to you here in these sacred mysteries. Know then that if Christ is dear to you, then humility will be as well. And if you would learn true humility, 
You must learn Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, be not deceived. The world understands nothing of these things. The world has simply despised our incarnate Lord and the lowly appearance of his sacraments. The world knows only the lusts of the flesh and the pride of this life. It has a different kind of wisdom than that of our Lord. The world doesn't understand him and his humility, nor does it understand us, his disciples. The mind of the world is darkened, and it hates the light that has come into the world. It's hostile to God and cannot fathom why tax collectors, prostitutes, and sinners enter the kingdom of heaven by faith rather than those striving to earn it by their good deeds. The men of this world would rather stand proud and condemned with Satan than humble themselves like Christ, our God and King, and thus receive his healing grace and the salvation of their souls. Let us all repent of our sins once again this Advent season and humbly approach our incarnate Lord. Let us all draw near with the Magi from the east and make our pilgrimage to behold our gentle King. For the Virgin has indeed conceived and born a son, and he is none other than Emmanuel. He is God with us. Come and see the one in whom all the promises of God find their yes. Sing for joy and bring your gifts, O children of God. For unto us a Savior comes. His name is Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. To Christ be all the glory forever and ever. Amen.